Section two of the Soul of Man by Oscar Wilde. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Giessen. Section two. Private property has crushed true individualism and set up an individualism that is false. It has debarred one part of the community from being individual by starving them. It has debarred the other part of the community from being individual by putting them on the wrong road and encumbering them indeed so completely has man's personality been absorbed by his possessions that the english law has always treated offences against a man's property with far more severity than offences against his person and property is still the test of complete citizenship the industry necessary for the making money is also very demoralising in a community like ours where property confers immense distinction social position honour respect titles and other pleasant things of the kind man being naturally ambitious makes it his aim to accumulate this property and goes on wearily and tediously accumulating it long after he has got far more than he wants or can use or enjoy or perhaps even know of man will kill himself by overwork in order to secure property and really considering the enormous advantages that property brings one is hardly surprised one's regret is that society should be constructed on such a basis that man has been forced into a groove in which he cannot freely develop what is wonderful and fascinating and delightful in him in which in fact he misses the true pleasure and joy of living he is also under existing conditions very insecure an enormously wealthy merchant may be often is at every moment of his life at the mercy of things that are not under his control if the wind blows an extra point or so or the weather suddenly changes or some trivial thing happens his ship may go down his speculations may go wrong and he finds himself a poor man with his social position quite gone now nothing should be able to harm a man except himself nothing should be able to rob a man at all what a man really has is what is in him what is outside of him should be a matter of no importance with the abolition of private property then we shall have true beautiful healthy individualism nobody will waste his life in accumulating things and the symbols for things one will live to live is the rarest thing in the world most people exist that is all it is a question whether we have ever seen the full expression of a personality except on the imaginative plane of art in action we never have 
caesar says mommsen was the complete and perfect man but how tragically insecure was caesar wherever there is a man who exercises authority there is a man who resists authority caesar was very perfect but his perfection travelled by too dangerous a road marcus aurelius was the perfect man says renan yes the great emperor was a perfect man but how intolerable were the endless claims upon him he staggered under the burden of the empire he was conscious how inadequate one man was to bear the weight of that titan and too vast orb what i mean by a perfect man is one who develops under perfect conditions one who is not wounded or worried or maimed or in danger most personalities have been obliged to be rebels half their strength has been wasted in friction byron's personality for instance was terribly wasted in its battle with the stupidity and hypocrisy and philistinism of the english such battles do not always intensify strength they often exaggerate weakness byron was never able to give us what he might have given us shelley escaped better like byron he got out of england as soon as possible but he was not so well known if the english had had any idea of what a great poet he really was they would have fallen on him with tooth and nail and made his life as unbearable to him as they possibly could but he was not a remarkable figure in society and consequently he escaped to a certain degree still even in shelley the note of rebellion is sometimes too strong the note of the perfect personality is not rebellion but peace it will be a marvellous thing the true personality of man when we see it it will grow naturally and simply flower-like or as a tree grows it will not be at discord it will never argue or dispute it will not prove things it will know everything and yet it will not busy itself about knowledge it will have wisdom its value will not be measured by material things it will have nothing and yet it will have everything and whatever one takes from it it will still have so rich will it be it will not be always meddling with others or asking them to be like itself it will love them because they will be different and yet while it will not meddle with others it will help all as a beautiful thing helps us by being what it is the personality of man will be very wonderful it will be as wonderful as the personality of a child in its development it will be assisted by christianity if men desire that but if men do not desire that it will develop none the less surely for it will not worry itself about the past nor care whether things happened or did not happen 
nor will it admit any laws but its own laws nor any authority but its own authority yet it will love those who sought to intensify it and speak often of them and of these christ was one know thyself was written over the portal of the antique world over the portal of the new world be thyself shall be written and the message of christ to man was simply be thyself that is the secret of christ when jesus talks about the poor he simply means personalities just as when he talks about the rich he simply means people who have not developed their personalities jesus moved in a community that allowed the accumulation of private property just as ours does and the gospel that he preached was not that in such a community it is an advantage for a man to live on scanty unwholesome food to wear ragged unwholesome clothes to sleep in horrid unwholesome dwellings and a disadvantage for a man to live under healthy pleasant and decent conditions such a view would have been wrong there and then and would of course be still more wrong now and in england for as man moves northward the material necessities of life become of more vital importance and our society is infinitely more complex and displays far greater extremes of luxury and pauperism than any society of the antique world what jesus meant was this he said to man you have a wonderful personality develop it be yourself don't imagine that your perfection lies in the accumulating or possessing external things your affection is inside of you if only you could realize that you would not want to be rich ordinary riches can be stolen from a man real riches cannot in the treasury house of your soul there are infinitely precious things that may not be taken from you and so try to so shape your life that external things will not harm you and try also to get rid of personal property it involves sordid preoccupation endless industry continual wrong personal property hinders individualism at every step it is to be noted that jesus never says that impoverished people are necessarily good or wealthy people necessarily bad that would not have been true wealthy people are as a class better than impoverished people more moral more intellectual more well behaved there is only one class in the community that thinks more about money than the rich and that is the poor the poor can think of nothing else that is the misery of being poor what jesus does say is that man reaches his perfection not through what he has not even through what he does but entirely through what he is and so the wealthy young man who comes to jesus is represented as a thoroughly good citizen who has broken none of the laws of his state 
none of the commandments of his religion he is quite respectable in the ordinary sense of that extraordinary word jesus says to him you should give up private property it hinders you from realizing your perfection it is a drag upon you it is a burden your personality does not need it it is within you and not outside of you that you will find what you really are and what you really want to his own friends he says the same thing he tells them to be themselves and not to be always worrying about other things what do other things matter man is complete in himself when they go into the world the world will disagree with them that is inevitable the world hates individualism but that is not to trouble them they are to be calm and self-centred if a man takes their cloak they are to give him their coat just to show that material things are of no importance if people abuse them they are not to answer back what does it signify the things people say of a man do not alter a man he is what he is public opinion is of no value whatsoever even if people employ actual violence they are not to be violent in turn that would be to fall to the same low level after all even in prison a man can be quite free his soul can be free his personality can be untroubled he can be at peace and above all things they are not to interfere with other people or judge them in any way personality is a very mysterious thing a man cannot always be estimated by what he does he may keep the law and yet be worthless he may break the law and yet be fine he may be bad without ever doing anything bad he may commit a sin against society and yet realize through that sin his true perfection there was a woman who was taken in adultery we are not told the history of her love but that love must have been very great for jesus said that her sins were forgiven her not because she repented but because her love was so intense and wonderful later on a short time before his death as he sat at a feast the woman came in and poured costly perfumes on his hair his friends tried to interfere with her and said that it was an extravagance and that the money that the perfume cost should have been expended on charitable relief of people in want or something of that kind jesus did not accept that view he pointed out that the material needs of man were great and very permanent but that the spiritual needs of man were greater still and that in one divine moment and by selecting its own mode of expression a personality might make itself perfect the world worships the woman even now as a saint yes there are suggestive things in individualism 
socialism annihilates family life for instance with the abolition of private property marriage in its present form must disappear this is part of the programme individualism accepts this and makes it fine it converts the abolition of legal restraint into a form of freedom that will help the full development of personality and make the love of man and woman more wonderful more beautiful and more ennobling jesus knew this he rejected the claims of family life although they existed in his day and community in a very marked form who is my mother who are my brothers he said when he was told that they wished to speak to him when one of his followers asked leave to go and bury his father let the dead bury the dead was his terrible answer he would allow no claim whatsoever to be made on personality and so he who would lead a christ-like life is he who is perfectly and absolutely himself he may be a great poet or a great man of science or a young student at a university or one who watches sheep upon a moor or a maker of dramas like shakespeare or a thinker about god like spinoza or a child who plays in a garden or a fisherman who throws his net into the sea it does not matter what he is as long as he realizes the perfection of the soul that is within him all imitation in morals and in life is wrong through the streets of jerusalem at the present day crawls one who is mad and carries a wooden cross on his shoulders he is a symbol of the lives that are marred by imitation father damien was christ-like when he went out to live with the lepers because in such service he realized fully what was best in him but he was not more christ-like than wagner when he realized his soul in music or than shelley when he realized his soul in song there is no one type for man there are as many perfections as there are imperfect men and while to the claims of charity a man may yield and yet be free to the claims of conformity no man may yield and remain free at all end of section 2 Recording by Martin Giessen in Hazelmere, Surrey.